I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 160 this week, featuring my guests Marty, Sam, and Art from the Maryland-based band Rattle Root. We met up in person the other day at one of my favorite local haunts called Gillies out on Rockville Pike to have a couple beers and some sandwiches and talk about their music. Um, they have a very uh, eccentric approach to songwriting and performance. Uh, the guys kind of call their sound roots and roll, and they have a lot of different influences in their sound, including world music. Um, sounds like they've been playing together for a couple years now, kind of since the pandemic. I featured their songs Getting Warmer and LW Pamphlet, uh, respectively, and you'll hear those momentarily. You can certainly find all their stuff in all the usual streaming places, iTunes and Spotify, and of course find them on their socials for updates on what they're doing. Sounds like they got uh, a couple new songs possibly coming out, maybe even some music videos, so you can be on the lookout for that if you like their stuff. But uh, regardless, uh, wherever you're tuning in from, thanks for listening and thanks for supporting local music. We all certainly appreciate it, and uh, hopefully you yourself are doing okay, staying sane, staying positive, all that sort of stuff. Um, Definitely feel free to uh, drop a rating on the podcast or follow online as well if you dig it. Um, In personal news and notes, uh, only show I think this week for me is uh, playing with my band The Hollow Truth at Zissimo's in Hamden in Baltimore City. And uh, we'll be playing with uh, a couple of our friends. Uh, We got uh, Rebel Ernie and The Windows as well. So if you're in the neighborhood, uh, feel free to come on out. And um, other than that, last two things is uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running. If you're looking for a music video or some Instagram content, something like that, then uh, sponsor of the show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland. You can find Truly Strings on Instagram, and uh, definitely check them out if you're in the market for a luthier and uh, get your guitars tuned up. But without further ado, we'll get to a conversation with Rattle Root. podcast in real life IRL as the kids say I'm here with Rattle Root in Rockville Maryland at my uh, probably favorite sandwich brewery shop in all the land Gillies across the street from Guitar Center so I gotta mention that but um, yeah nice to meet you guys how are we feeling thanks for having us yes thanks for having us what's everybody drinking 
Uh, I was drinking the number seven, which was a pale ale, but on your not so subtle suggestion, I've switched to the number nine, which is the Foxy IPA. Nice, it's one of my favorite fall beers. I have some sort of Oktoberfest. Yeah. Not sure, which one, but it's number 12. Number 12. I'm super hardcore, I'm drinking water. Yes. Yeah. The healthiest of all of us by far. But, uh, you know. To go around the table, we got uh, Art, Marty, and Sam, respectively. And uh, I'll get those names dialed in a little bit more as we go. But yeah, um, I guess we'll just start with the obvious. How long have you guys been friends, or how long have you guys been playing music together? Just over a year, right? A year and four months, maybe? We've been playing together for about a year and a half now. Uh, Arthur is playing the guitar, Sam is the drummer, and I play bass, and I pretend to be a singer. Nice. So I do lots of vocals, yeah. and I'm labeled as a singer. And we just met through the band. Yeah. Marty put an ad on Craigslist uh, in the middle of the pandemic, got bored sitting at home, and put an ad. and Comedy, rock, roots and roll band, looking for crazy musicians, basically. Nice. It's an interesting way to describe what you're looking for. Yeah, Where it was a good way to sort through the yeah. I want a cover band, or A, I'm only into metal, or A, I only play yeah. reggae, or this and that. So right. it was a good way to meet fun individuals. I think I was the third drummer to show up, right? Uh, second. Second drummer. Second. But okay. we had a few other guitarists. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good way to filter out the non-believers right off the bat. <laughs> so... The ethos of the band is kind of like comedy driven a little so we are a roots and roll band okay so basically we're the crossroad between rock reggae world music and i, I want to you know dramatize yeah. it as a comedy rock band gotcha it's not Weird Al Yankovic. It's not. You're not. You're not. You're not laughing at the songs. It's more just. Yeah. Is he singing about cats? I think he's singing about a cat, and it's a yeah. good rocking song. It just happens to be about a cat, so yeah. it's it's more odd than yeah, funny, I gotcha. like that, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, did you guys play in, in cover bands or other bands prior to this? Obviously, or uh, they have more experience than me. I was in a few just uh, yeah. old man blues bands with with friends and stuff, but nothing gotcha. nothing to speak of. So to say, they both have far more extensive pedigrees. Your pedigree, please, please. <laughs> I've drummed in a few bands, but uh, no cover bands really. That's yeah. something that I've kind of. But you were scoring commercials yeah, and professionally involved in the music. I was business. doing some uh, some original music score for a film director, yeah. for a filmmaker I know, and nice. uh, so I was getting to do some original stuff, but no cover bands really. Yeah, I played That's in cool. cover band, original bands, yeah. any bands. Yeah. Right on. Well, I guess you know since this is the uh, the part time rock star uh, sort of gig here, usually I just go around and ask what people do for a living. I mean, uh, I feel like you have the uh, the coolest story so far that I know of. If I'm you're a stay-at-home dad. Uh, you know, <laughs> tranquility, not nothing fancy. Yeah. Well, I thought you Existentialist, mentioned. I wasn't sure uh, if you were basis, serious about uh, NASA's NASA or not. No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> I was just joking. No, no. Like if you are, that's pretty cool. But no, I'm not. Maybe it's also I have not. Have vertigo. 
<laughs> I've heard of a horrible case of vertigo. He does have a basement full of creatures he has to take care of. Them. Yeah. That takes a lot of time. Do you have like reptiles or something? Yeah, like tortoises nice. and that stuff. Dogs. Did you like dinosaurs as a kid? Like every kid, but I was yeah. super into them. Super into them. I was more into birds. Gotcha. If you may. And you have birds. Oh, yeah, we have birds. We have yeah. everything you name it. Well, dinosaurs, birds, right? Isn't that the whole yeah. story? It's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are in a parking lot, so you will hear some uh, some car engines here a little. But with the miracle of GarageBand, I might be able to make it, you know, clearly audible enough. <laughs> but, yeah, that's cool. Um, and then, um, Art, you are a... I'm with something. the government. Just a... Government, yep. yeah. Just a cog in the machine. Yep. Nice. In a few years, and then we'll... Hell yeah. Then we'll be a full-time rock star. There you go. A root star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Sam? I, myself, yeah, I uh, do restaurant work, and nice. also I'm a house husband as well. Sick, man. I think the house husband is definitely going to be, like, a thing. It's more, been more, a thing for a while. I'm ahead of the trend. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's a lot of work. Fascinating stuff, you know. Yeah. You can mix anthropology, mechanics, and all that stuff into making a home... <laughs> Dude, I mean, whoever's got to run the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to keep the timing and stuff. You could keep the toilet working. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a real gig. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I was listening to your stuff like on the way over here, and you got a new uh, new tune out, and then something else to follow. So I don't know if you want to kind of start there and talk about, uh, you know, coming up with those uh, particular songs or. Uh, the story behind it. So, so I, I sent him two songs just as a representative sample. We have four songs out on Spotify and iTunes and all that right now. But I sent him Getting Warmer and Pamphlet. Right. So he's okay. he's heard those. Uh, the other two on there are kind of in between those two, a little lighter. Yeah. Pamphlet's kind of our heavy side. Warmers are kind of poppier, Green Day type side, so to speak. Um, but yeah. Marty wrote them both. Uh, Marty wrote, writes 99.5% of all our stuff, so... I'll yeah, but you play them. I do play them. These are your songs. But you come up with the the melodies and the the lyrics and all that. So yeah. Um, That's cool. I actually don't know the backstory to Warmer. So basically, right now we recorded one song in the studio, and uh, the other three songs we recorded them, uh, you know, home studio. Yeah. Now the next phase is to go back in the studio and at the hour gigging uh, truck, big truck. Yeah, I was going to say it might be helpful to just hold the mic. It's okay, we like sounds. Um, now that the gigging uh, season is almost over for us, we're going to concentrate on going back into the studio, make more videos, yeah. and do the marketing uh, scheme. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's all about the t- targeting your audience and, yeah, and all that. Yeah, even the untargeted audience is quite surprised. Yeah. Because like I said, originally it's kind of a comedy rock, even though some of the songs are not funny. We've got yeah. fun lyrics, sometimes fun voices. <laughs> if you want a more with fun voices, you listen to the sounds. Uh, we try to fill in kind of a, a complete universe that is not necessarily 
Yeah. Going to be attracted to a certain audience, but a little bit of everybody. Yeah. It, it's an entertaining show. Um, like during my audition, yeah. oh. that's what it was. The song that got me was Cats. 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 It's about cats. <laughs> that threw me in. There's no hidden meaning. It's about cats. Yeah. It's, uh, but at the shows, it's fun because it's, it's, you know, any good rock show should be a journey, right, of, of yeah. the songs and get people up, get people mellow, get them back up again like that. And we definitely yeah. do that. And we have about 31 originals now that we play. Uh, throwing a couple covers just for fun, but we change them. Um, so the journey we take people through in the concerts is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of fun for Sam and I because Marty playing bass and singing, we kind of have to, you know, you have to follow the cues of, mm. of that. And we sometimes don't know what's going to happen. You know, so there's... I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, there you go. So there's a little bit of imp- yeah, I mean, improvisation going I, on. I there's a little said, bit of jam band going on. I was listening. I was thinking you were going more in the almost the jam scene direction a little. Yeah, I mean, we're not Grateful like, Dead fish that type yeah, stuff but but, but if, if like the jam rock if the if the venue is appropriate um then certainly some of the songs get elongated an overly rehearsed jam session yes, <laughs> yes. yeah so <laughs> basically 51 percent of the songs never change if it's yeah. two minutes and 47 seconds it's two minutes and 46 seconds or 48 max you know yeah and some some of the other songs we, we like to extend and uh, like you said, it's a. It has to be a journey, and it has to be entertaining. Well, and you got to read the venue too, right? I mean, you're playing different places. Yeah. It depends who the crowd is. You can tell what some people want one yeah. style than another. So you, you accent, accent. You still be you, but you. Right. You give them what they want. Yeah, I mean, I feel like playing original music to people who've never heard it before is like you know extremely special niche skill if you can do it and if you can bring the crowd in. So I guess, you know, as a frontman, um, Marty, like, what do you employ? Because I'm glad that, like, you said entertainer or entertainment. I know some musicians get a little, like, perturbed or a little finicky about that because they're like, we're not entertainment, we're not entertainers, musicians. But it's like, maybe. But at the end of the day, especially if you're the front man or front woman or whoever, like, I don't know. I feel like you have to develop a strategy for how you like to entertain and bring people in. Let me put it this way for all the good people who are listening. I am a very, very, (laughs) very shy person. And in order to overcome this shyness, my art is represented as a cosmic journey. (laughs) Basically, you have to sell the story behind your product. Because let's put things into perspective. Do you want to be a musician? Do you want to be a composer? Or do you want to be an author-composer? Which are different things. Because I played yeah. for people for many years as a musician. And it's great. You, it's, But it's not really going anywhere. Now, if you have your own originals, you can follow a certain movement. Or you can try, at least, to get your own yeah. sauce, basically. And the tools are either Manet or Manet or Fame, right? I don't have money. I, I mean, I mean, I have lots of money hidden everywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no, the, the proper tools to make my art exist yet, because I'm trying to make this music called Roots and Roll, right? Yeah. And in order to put it out there, I can either look pretty and do a show, which I can't. I can't really do, or I have to convince 
the people who paid their tickets to see a show or the people you know, who are employing a band have to prove to everybody that this show is entertaining because yeah. you don't sell any records, you don't have exposure yet, you don't have a troop of an armed you know, groupers and groupies following you everywhere. You're not in the system yet. So in order to put your foot in the door for your product, for your music in this instance, you have to provide a show that is al already constructed. At least that's that's what yeah. I see as. So what I'm, I'm looking for is like examples of like what you guys might do in your show that maybe is like a little different than like uh, you know your everyday average no-name band, which of course we all are. Right. But yeah. What, what do you do? try to do that like brings to bring people in specifically? Like I always think of banter. If your front man in a band has like some good jokes, good interaction with the crowd, like that's just an easy start to get people on your side. And I don't know, you know, but it doesn't have to be that. It could be other things. So the tools on stage, precisely. Is he so calling us tools? No, no. What are the tools that you employ in order <laughs> to, to make? So, so you know, uh, uh, we've you guys been playing. Know your place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been playing together yes, for a year and a half. We've been gigging for almost a year and a half now because we start playing. Yeah. And we're almost friends because you asked us how long we've been right. playing, how long we've been friends. We've, right. we've yeah. been friends about four the months less than we've been a band. To me, that's the most important question. It's right. not how long have you been a band, it's how long have you been friends. Oh, we drove to Tennessee so. after, what, uh, four six, months four of months, knowing each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rehearsing we played a good seven songs over and over? Yeah. A couple of games. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes we play for for a crowd yeah. that is expecting two or three metal bands. So right. we're employing our physical, actual tools to play some of our songs a little more peps, or just to expose our, you know, very heavy songs. Yeah. Now, as a tool, yeah. a d device for an exchange with the audience and ourselves. It's the voices. I, it's got to be the I, voices. I mean, I mean I, I'm fishing so these guys but, to be more theatrical. Yeah. And, and it's I said, it's, it's work for Sam and I not to lose it. And because yeah. we don't know what's going to come out either. Yeah. But, 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 to his <laughs> but to his point a minute ago, I think it's a fine line between we always stay true to, to Routeroot and what we're doing. But we, we had a show up in Martinsburg, West Virginia, or Hedgesville, West Virginia, nice. where we opened for Cannon Hill. Cannon Hill is, is a, a band, West Virginia band, and they're, they're straight on metal. They're good, yeah. but they're straight on yeah, tuned down to see yeah. you know, metal. And we hung just fine with them opening up for them. Uh, now, we didn't play our folkier, rootsier stuff. We played our, yeah. our heavier side of our Rock catalog, stuff. but it fit right in. We've had other shows where we're playing with more folk folkier bands yeah. and we play that side of our catalog we're still us it still so works you guys are just versatile you know and there hasn't yeah, been a be show where belt. I haven't bust out laughing while I'm playing keeping pace because of either what he's yeah. saying or doing or not saying or not doing what I'm expecting well you've already us. got me intrigued in the sense that like I feel like you've already bought yourself a spot at uh, one of the festivals that I do for the podcast, if you ever, yeah, there you go. If nice. you ever want to, because now I kind of got to see this. Yeah, but <laughs> like, this is what I tell everybody, and we tell it among ourselves, and I'm telling it yeah. to you and to all the good people listening, is that you are beautiful, and we are Rattle Root. What's next? Let's go. That's it. Yep. And oh, that sort it. of interaction yeah. is, I mean, I, it's, once again, once you have your product in, 
all the, I mean, the discs. Nobody buys discs anymore. But once you have your music going around and around, okay, yeah. and you've got really people who are paying good money to see your show, they chances are they already know you. But yeah. for a band that is unknown, when you go to a metal band and you say, I love you, and everybody goes like, oh, sign my That would, gra that would grab my attention. Yeah. Right. And then when you go to a more folksy stuff, mm -hmm, with a little <laughs> wine, the bajigger, you tell everybody, darling, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we are rattle root. Right. And so, it, 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 now I'm going to stop talking, and you're going to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, Marty and I don't have any trouble talking. This is the Sam's a quiet one. Um, That's cool. I found... So be near, you'll talk. We made a point when we started that we wanted to be an original band. And doesn't mean you can't play a few covers for fun, but oh, we are an original band playing original music. And it was hard to get booked for that because the bars oh, yeah. and pubs that's, we were playing all want cover bands. That's and, I, the battle. and I understand why. So at first we would tell them, you know, hey, we, can we play your pub? What do you play? Well, we play originals. No, we don't want you. I said, how about this? Let us come play for free. And if you don't like it, you haven't lost anything. You'll have a good story about the idiots that came and played for free. If you do like it, you have us back in, right? So we went and did that a few times. And now we have a little yeah. bit of traction. But at first, it was you know it was difficult to get to get in. But what I always found playing these originals, because if, if somebody's in a bar and they hear songs they know, it takes them back to where they were when that song was popular. They sing it along. That you know yeah. everybody gets up, right? They're not doing that with ours because they don't know them yet. But when you look out at the crowd. They're all tapping their foot. They're all nodding their head. Whether they're listening or not, they're feeling the... They're sparking the, the intrigue. The, they're feeling it, right. Yeah. The songs aren't terribly complicated, most yeah. of them. There's a few math songs, but most of them aren't complicated. But they all have a, a pretty good hypnotic beat right. that people get sucked into whether they know it or not. And That's our last the art gig, of the jam band. Yeah. For sure. The, the last gig we played at uh, Dockwater Cider, we'll be back again last Saturday of the month. Um, For Halloween. In Germantown. Um, as we're packing up, people were walking out. People that had never seen us before walking out, and they were humming the lines to one of the songs. Nice. That's kind of a milestone. Like, hey, it's a victory, those guys were actually paying say. attention. They actually, yeah. you know, so it's so it's it's working. And then once they heard us, they come back. And then now we're starting to get people calling out requests. That yeah. hasn't happened before. That's that's a new kind of a new thing <laughs> for us. And they're like, yeah. they, 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 they know that they know the song about the turtles. Okay, we'll play that one. You know, it's oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. So you mentioned playing West Virginia, Tennessee, and a frat party at Newport, uh, Newport News, Maryland. Newport News, Virginia. As We've well. been down to Newport so News. Like, you guys are already scooting around a little bit. Well, we are, um, but but to be fair, I should give a plug to uh, the band Silence and Light. Um, Silence and Light. Silence and Light. I grew up with okay. Brad Thomas, who was their guitar player and writes most of their songs. Gotcha. Um, Brad, uh, they're they're. They're another level from us, but uh, Brad has been very gracious to drag us along on some of his adventures and yeah. give us opening spots for him. So those are gigs we probably wouldn't have had on our own, but we've been invited back to all three of those places. That's awesome. So that's that to me says we we held our you know held our weight when we were there. Yeah, are you guys? You mentioned like the cider and brewery sort of scene too. Anywhere in particular? Duckwater uh, Cidery has had us three times. We're booked again for this last Saturday this month. The that's in Germantown. Germantown, yeah. Yeah. Um, we played Brookville Beer Farm out in Brookville. Yeah, that's a good spot. Sure. Uh, we've played uh, Bear Brick Pizza has that outdoor patio. It's right there in Cloverly, Maryland, uh, yeah. Silver Spring area. Yeah. Um, Moco Brewing in the oh, Tennessee. Yeah, the Moco Brewing in Tennessee. They're, they had a nice outdoor stage. Yeah. That was... 
that was a great deal. They had four bands. It was a Veterans Day charity thing. The money going to you know uh, Special Forces Wounded Warrior Charities. Nice. But by the time we took the stage at seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, it was twenty four degrees. Tennessee Ooh. cold. And you play guitar. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. work when the fingers are frozen, you know. No, and, and and the guitars were deep, and the bass it was detuning as you played. I mean, I, it was. Oh, I played a ski slope one time uh, in like middle of February, and <laughs> like that sucked. I wow. still wore like ski gloves and cut off the fingertips, <laughs> and then like luckily there was like one of those like fire jet heat blaster things, and like I, that kind of helped because you could like in between songs like try to thaw your fingers, but. I, at the Tennessee one is it's Moco Brewing in Warburg, Tennessee, right outside uh, Knoxville. Yeah. But they had an outdoor stage for the for out, out for the outside part. Yeah. And up from the stage, they had those mushroom heaters, you know, those propane heater things. Yeah. And then they had inside the bar inside where you couldn't see or hear the stage if you're inside. Right. And so we were laughing that there was the insiders, the heater people, and then the real fans down, yeah. you know, down braving the elements down by the down by the stage. It's tough out there. Well, I'm curious because, like, uh, before we were talking about a potential music video and a concept. Mm-hmm. So, is there a uh, potential concept stewing right now? Talking about Fade Away. So, the next song we want to record is entitled Fade Away, and we would like to do a video. You want to tell let, let, let's put it t- very t- simply because simpler is better. Uh, this song, I wrote this song many years ago uh, for a friend who unfortunately passed away in his sleep due to overdose of a horrid cocktail of poisons, whatever. Sorry about and that. so I wrote this song as a, basically, super simple, as an anti-overdose song. Gotcha. You're fading away or coming back, etc., etc. Yeah. So that's the theme of the song, and that would be also the theme of the video. Instead right. of seeing, you know, something dark and yeah. super trash, like uh, we're going down, or so go, oh, we're going up. Like, yeah. uh, let's try to so, revive the. Although the song was written a while ago, it clearly fits with today's fentanyl crisis and and all the people that are ODing yeah. from the fentanyl now. Right, but a fentanyl overdose is reversible with naloxone or Narcan, but that isn't getting the push that it should. So although the song is a death song, the video should be a resurrection song, a reviving song. So the concept of the video would be you have your vignette of your storyline, whatever that storyline will be. And unfortunately, with fentanyl, that could be anybody. That could be a college kid, that could be a blue-collar guy, that could be a white-collar guy, that could be housewife whatever so you have your vignette of that but at some point they get revived and yeah. and it ends up on a positive note of oh, cool. shit that was close but we, we made it i've personally revived like i don't know at least dozens of people with narcan i don't know you know the biggest problem i feel like with overdoses you never know what people are on right too well like, usually it's just regular old heroin i think is it like a like, deeper? I mean, you're, you're out, you're out. Is it? I mean, is there like somebody's even The main deeper? thing is like often diabetics present the same way as like an overdose would. So obviously you got to like check their blood sugar first before you go willy-nilly giving them other stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a really cool concept though. And definitely so speaking The, the song itself is, it's a heavy one. It's a, it's a banger. It's, I mean, it's yeah. drop D. It comes right out of the gate punching in the face with the, with the chorus um, and it has a really cool bass breakdown part in the middle 
Yeah. Uh, that kind of quiets you down, and then it builds back up to the you know chaotic crescendo kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good one. Three minutes forty-seven seconds, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Yep. About what? Two months away from it. Yeah, we'll Last record year. it November, and then. Yeah, hopefully we're recording November. Yeah. Find the crew, and then film hopefully November or December or. Yeah. Nah, I might be able to help you out with that. Yeah. With that potentially. Um, where are you guys recording? Are you doing home studio or are you going to a spot? We what's, the, what's the deal? In my house, between an aquarium full of guppies. Harold and the parrot. A Cubase and a computer that turns on sometimes. So a very capricious computer. Computer's on, do your track, quick, it's on, do your track. <laughs> yeah, but I think we're getting away from that. We did it, we, we yeah. recorded Getting Warmer, the first song we sent Blue's you. Blue's House. At yeah. Blue, Blue House Productions. Yes. In, in Four Corners kind of area. Silver Spring. Yeah. Um, and the theory is to go back there, is good. but I think yeah. we're open to suggestions if you know I know a few people, people for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So like I said, we did one in the studio, three in home studio type, yeah. in order to, you know, know us better and discover yeah. uh, little tricks. Uh, later on, yeah, go back in the studio, either... This I, one, or, or yeah, or I'd never recorded before. Uh, they, they, I mean, Sam used to be the recorder, and Marty's done it a bunch. I'd never done it before, and I tell you, it was eye opening yeah. in a cool way. What went into making a silly three minute song, you know, it, the the layers yeah. that go in, the, well, no, that's the not good enough, do it again. You know, how many times we've laid down a bass track till the feel was right. That was like, wow, yeah. I've been locked it, in a drum booth for uh, hours before, and it was scary, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of cool for me. Yeah, it is crazy because like I've only dabbled in like Garage Band and like so I do like demos basically, but I still take it to my buddy or somebody else and be like, hey, here's the full thing, but now we got to do it from the ground up all over again. <laughs> I worked as a sound you know. engineer for many years, yeah, and then sound designer, and then I I did also jingles for commercials, that sort of stuff. So Hence I'm the really voice used stuff, to right? really used to uh, Pro Tools, Cubase, etc., etc. Yeah. You name it. And at some point, I go like, I'm not a technician. I don't want to spend 17 hours as a technician where I have right. to spend like my whole life as an art or musician, you know, and cool. so. Right now, we get, I mean, because Sam and I, we talk a lot, talk Sam, we, <laughs> we do a lot of, you know, sound engineer talk, you know, yeah. and we agree that maybe for this project, it's best to go in a studio, concentrate on our, you know, our art, our baby, you know, right. and so... Let somebody else turn the dial. But I yeah. wanted to get away from the computer and bang on the drums. Right. Yep. That's what I wanted to do. I, I will say Marty, Marty's being a little modest about himself, but Marty, he's, he's the bassist and singer in the band. Right. But he's also a drummer and also a guitarist. Which is good because you well, understand the dynamic. But, well, it's you know. good from a recording viewpoint because he understands yeah. it. And it's good from a guitarist viewpoint. Because, I, let me back up. Marty's, Marty writes all the songs. Yeah. Um, but he'll bring them to us in a sketch and say, okay, it's D sharp minor, F minor, G, and then we're going to throw an A in there somewhere, whatever. Here's the lyrics. And he'll play the bass part. And yeah. then I'll normally ask, okay, you hear this one, a heavy song, a light song? You know, how do you hear it? And he'll be like, I don't care, whatever you want, figure it out. And the yeah. three of us will jam it, you know, five, six times and get something. And then, of course, it ebbs and flows and morphs over, over the next couple practices. Because um, every but, musician owns a piece right, but, of well, that music. But, piece. but that's, that's oh, my point. It's, it's, it's cool to me that okay. he writes the songs, but then brings them in and allows us to interpret them the way we want. It'd be very easy for him to say, no, 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 that's not the way it goes. You need to yeah. do a chuggy part there. 
And he only does that very rarely. And when he does that, he says, let me show you what I'm talking about. And he can do it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that. Great idea. Same with Sam. Sam's an excellent drummer. Every now and then Marty will say, like, no, no, like, da, da, da. Oh, okay. Now I, now I see what you're talking about doing. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool that he can do all that. But for the most part, it's cool that he leaves us alone and lets us interpret it the way we, the way we want to do it. And it's kind of neat going back. Cause we record the songs on the iPhones yeah. uh, when we're practicing just so we can remember how we did it. And it's right. neat going back and listening to how we played some of them a year ago I still versus do. I now. I still listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, to see how they've evolved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As songs often do. Yes. We play them enough live. You know, yes. Turn it into something different. Uh, but yeah, Marty, obviously you strike me as, you know, kind of more, you know, artistically inclined here. Uh, were you involved in like other projects outside of music that influenced either what you're doing now or, mm-hmm. or not? Uh, like, As were an you, author, uh, composer, I played a lot of music. I yeah. released two books. Nice. Uh, what did you write about? I used about? to be an actor, but then I figure out it's nice, but it's yeah. I was gonna it, ask it's about more like theater or something like that. Yeah, yeah. theater background um, too. Um, yeah, I, I've done lots of. You've odd been around the world too. a few times too, though. I mean, you're you're you're, you're yeah, well versed. All the rumors you've heard—they're all true. All <laughs> true. Yeah. What What are your books about? The first one is called The Sensational (laughs) Humanity Guide. So it's a little book of ideas. All right. I like it. You know, I want to say... Each page has a little bit of wisdom on it, a little sentence or two. Sounds cool. I'd say I left mine on my coffee maker, and every day while I was brewing the coffee, I would would read one page every morning when I I hit brew on the coffee. Is it on uh, Amazon and stuff like that? Amazon, yeah, and all the other places. The only place they don't have it is in China and Saudi. It's a band. It's a band over there. Hell yeah. Which is good. Good job. It's very good. Uh, The second one is called A Waral Code. So it's a botanical... Waral, W A R A L. It's a made-up word. Waral. Uh, all right. Okay. It means warning or or monitor lizard and the oral warning. <laughs> the oral code. <laughs> cool. And uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a botanical uh, sci-fi mystery thriller. Yeah, it's yeah. a botanical thriller. That's it. Yeah, but and otherwise, as means to survive, I've done odd jobs and yeah. all over the place. But no, I was just curious what yeah. you're, what you're into. I thought maybe like you were like a painter or something. Honestly, I didn't even know. Mm, none but, more, but yeah. it. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the hat. Oh yeah. Just stereotyping here. <laughs> there used to be dreads under there. Yeah, I know there are. They're started again. They're starting again. Yeah. Cool. Bubble dreads. So he convinced you, Marty, to uh, play, you know, world music. Did you ever think you, you guys, uh, Sam and Art, would be doing that? Well, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't say we're playing world music. We're or, we're playing Rattleroot's version of world music, right? right? So that's okay. that's what's kind of cool. In fact, that's how the name came in, right? So he kept saying it's roots and roll, roots and roll, roots and roll, and I'm like, what the hell is roots and roll? Yeah. Um, it's two and two then, one, two two one, and right. so we do rock music, reggae music, compa music. We yeah. do other yeah. Caribbean. Uh, so when, when when the three of us, so I was the first one to reply to Marty's ad, right? And immediately we noted, okay, this this could work. Yeah. Uh, we had another drummer come in who could play, but just wasn't right. We had, uh, at the time, I wanted a second guitarist. I, yeah. I wasn't super confident in my guitar ability, so I thought it would be great to have a second guitarist and we can 
you know, yeah. play with each other. We tried two guys that just clearly were not going to work. So we decided, okay, let's just be a 3-0. We brought uh, Sam in. Audition Sam with the cat song because that's a good filter. If you can't take the cat song, you, yeah. you you won't make it. And he's like, "Oh, this is freaking awesome! I love it." We were morning looking at each other like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Primus uh, and something else." It's a we, it's, sure yeah, it's, 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 it's we're anyway. So then we said, "Okay, let's be a, th- a, a three-piece band. We need a name." And we went around and around and around, and we're throwing out suggestions. Some legit, some stupid, some in the middle, whatever. Yeah. Well, we kept coming back to the roots and roll thing, and I wanted to keep that front and center but uh-huh. it's not roots music anymore we've we've turned the amps up to 11 and hit the fuzz pedal and jacked it up yeah. so i was trying to capture that and one day I just kind of came up with rattle root because we're roots music but we've you know we've yeah. made the amps buzz and rattle and 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 jacked it up quite a bit um so that's how we got there so i don't know that i could go to a world music festival and sit in with the people and play Course but you can. but you I can could go everything. but I could go to any rock festival and sit yeah. in and play and play our songs there and they would fit. Well, so, well, you are beautiful and we yes. are rattled roots. Yes. But the roots and roll music is mathematically instead of rock music or folk music or whatever instead of do ga do do ga or do ta do do or whatever you want to call it. We're do do ga do. So it's a two-two-one count, yeah. mathematically. And if someone is listening out there and is actually into music theory, it's just a two-two-one count. And with that basis, <coughs> we're adapting the, our sauce, our recipe, onto reggae, rock, folk, etc., etc. But I'm sure if tomorrow we've got X, Y, and Z world music, yeah, we'd, well, I'm sure a, we yeah, we'd play our stuff and it works. Yeah. Well, then it's a good thing I uh, played for a Nigerian reggae band yes, for two years, so yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, there. There. And we do have one bit. legit reggae song in French. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got some... Got three songs in French. In there. Three songs in yeah. French, I believe, right? Three? Huh? Three oh, songs in French. in French. The winds in, the winds in French. The winds in French. So there are... Oh, the cover. I think there's one... There's a couple of songs in French. One of them in Creole. Uh, no, that's it. The rest Where are I'm you uh, from country. originally? Uh, France. Okay. Originally. Cool. And so, yeah. Have you taught any of these guys any French yet? Uh, oui. n- not when I'm uh, serene, but when I sometimes <laughs> I go, Oh no, miss my pussy! Oh, putain, no! He did threaten to walk off stage once. <laughs> <laughs> Or sometimes they'll say something, and I say something like, like quoi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, I obviously lived in France. I yeah. travel a little bit here and there in Europe. I lived in uh, L.A., B.C., etc., etc., so travel yeah. a little bit. I'm talking with Arthur. Arthur traveled a little bit all around, too. So yeah. there's also... The, the music itself and also on a personal level I go like oh you've been here you've been there and then the next uh, couple of weeks or so you brought another riff that was kind of Caribbean-ish you know and then re-adapting it you know and so you know because there's the music there's the personal and stuff I mean we live what seven minutes from each other nine minutes top max practice in Marty's house yeah, we do the parties and stuff. There's always a, uh, you know, the 
equipment talk, you know. Yeah. If I had a gong, or if I had a double neck guitar, and then you go along and along. And but it's interesting because we've, we've, like, outside of rehearsing or playing, we really haven't, like... We don't hang out outside of work, but to be fair, we're yeah. practicing or playing three times a week, so we're... Yeah. You know, That's a and we all got families, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're all... So it's, I mean, I feel like we see each other plenty, you know, and it's not... Well, we've had we've had the road trips. I mean, we yeah, we, there's West the Virginia, trip. Newport News, and Tennessee. I mean, we've sometimes yeah. go for a drink, talk to a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are you our first podcast. Big time now. Okay, cool. Happy to have you guys star. pop the cherry. You know? yeah, Super uh, picnic. But speaking of like uh, friends and friends and family, I guess is there anybody in particular like kind of want to mention here? You know, while you're on the internet. My supportive wife, Danielle. <laughs> right? Yeah. The, 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 you know, the, the people that that Dogs come to see us. Too, you know. I'm very thankful for people that come to see us. We have a core group yeah. of about 20, most friends and family, that yeah. tend to make every show. I'll give a shout-out to Bear Brick Pizza and Cloverly. They gave us our first real gig. You know, yeah. not, not playing for the friends in the backyard, but actually right. paid. They made us paid, you know, professional musicians at this point. And nice. They're just a family-owned pizza place, but they have a little outdoor patio where they bring yeah. in local musicians to... So that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely fun. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 well, like your podcast, I mean, it's hard for local musicians to get traction. Right. There's so many people out there. And we have to support each other and give each other the hand up and follow each other on Instagram and yeah. shout out to each other on Facebook. And, you know, Silence and Light bringing us to the gigs in Tennessee, Cannon Hill bringing us up to uh, to West Virginia. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's the way you got to do it. Everybody wins. So usually when you're in a cover band, it's not fairly easy to find a gig, but it's easier to find a gig depending oh, on yeah, the location sure. you're in. Whether yeah. it's DC, LA, Paris, Madrid, whatever. When you're in the original band, you can either sell yourself as a cover band and insert a few originals, or you just sell yourself as an original band. But as the late yeah. great friend Zappa said in like 71 or something, <laughs> he said, you know, uh, not a lot of places will risk to have an original band because they don't know you, they don't care about you, they're here to make their customers happy. Yeah. So us as a new band, and an original band where we, we have to sell ourselves you know but so, but once they have someone us, letting Frank Zappa right. they, once they have us they have us back which what? tells me what we're doing is working right because the music is a mute but if you yeah. go see a wonder unless it's a specific occasion but if you go in a place where there's a band and it's you know a cherished environment with beers and friends and stuff if yeah. everybody is playing looking downstairs like this and the music is perfect you're like, oh yeah, I heard a perfect band, but what, I don't remember anything. If you go see the the opposite side, where everybody yeah. is aloof and crazy and stuff, and the music is not, you know, proper or you, you know yeah. viable, it's not working either. So it's a question of finding the balance as a young band. I mean, young. We're I'm 937, but <laughs> as a year old, year and a whole, year and a half year old band, so you're we like, find uh, you're like Pharrell. Well, would like you, you noted we've lasted longer than cream. No one knows. <laughs> right, 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 right. If you pass eighteen months, you're you're older than cream. Exactly. <laughs> longer than cream. I think yeah. we're like nineteen months or twenty months. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, but after that conversation, you were in a car accident. Oh, that's true. Right, right after that conversation, no, we yeah, made it true. longer than cream. We almost we did in the car accident. But I'm not oh, twenty-seven. Oh. That curse is not <laughs> not applicable to. 
to me. I was, I was so glad that you were okay. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. What's going to happen? Yeah. Wear your seatbelts, people. Wearing the seatbelts. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been fun talking to you guys. I hope that, you know, people listening maybe get uh, an idea of uh, where you guys are coming from and, and all that. If, so. I, if I could sum us up in a couple sentences, I would say it's, it's, it's a rock show, but it's a unique rock show. And yeah. it's it's fun. Uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously, um, and that attitude permeates the audience. And whether they're listening or not, they're listening and they're having a good time. I'm I'm definitely intrigued. So. <laughs> <laughs> to... Remember, you are beautiful, and we are Rattle Root. There you go. It seems like a good spot to end it. Thanks for having so, us. That was, yeah, that was awesome. thank you so much. Appreciate Thanks for coming on. I want to say thanks to the guys from Rattle Root for coming on, and thanks to you if you made it this far. The song that you're hearing in the background is called LW Comfort. See you next week.